This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 3 of Civic View. My name is Chance Levins and I'm the Public Information Manager for the City of Crestview. Our mission here at the City is to improve the quality of life by providing exceptional municipal services to our citizens. And we believe that fostering community engagement through open and transparent communication is one of the many ways we can achieve that mission. So, let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. We are full into season three now. I think we're four or five episodes in. I know I should know that, but I don't. I'm sorry. Um, And this episode, we're going to shift back a little bit to civics and some of the things that we have going on here at uh, City Hall and in your local government. And to talk about that, uh, one of those things, I have our special projects manager, Krista Shepard. Krista, thanks for being here. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you. I'm excited to have you on. I'm going to probably make you come on a few more times if I can pull it off because you're hilarious. No. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, to go along with some of that, um, we have our council, one of our council members at large, I have Andrew Rinsich, uh, Councilman Rinsich. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And as always, thank you, everyone, that uh, takes the time to listen and participate in this. I really appreciate it. Um, so what we're actually going to talk about is a long way to get to this. Um, we're going to talk about uh, some some things that you've seen happen around town lately and and how we pay for those things and and um, how we get the funding, how it's distributed and why we do it and things like that. Um, and one of those primary things is what's called the Community Development Block Grant or CDBG, which you can say really fast if you're super good and you've practiced it like I did like three times this morning. Um, and that's what Krista deals with a lot. And she's going to um, talk about some of that here uh, for So Krista, um, in a nutshell, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I know it can't be like a pistachio it's probably gonna have to be like a walnut um or pecan but uh uh, can you just kind of briefly tell us what the block grant is i can so it's a federally funded program that benefits low to moderate income individuals or areas so you can use it for like community development type projects okay they already messed up we're one minute in no you're fine um so and so one of those uh, things that a lot of people have probably seen, and which I know uh, Councilman Rinsich was excited about when it happened, oh, yeah. was uh, was the um, the old building uh, that we took down um, next to the Coney Island. Uh, or, well, we didn't take it down. It was it, uh, funding through the, yeah, funding through the block grant was used again in, um, was, it, was it Joe? It was Joe. Joe's Joe. Dirtworks. They did a great job. Yes, we were... Uh, we understood that there was asbestos in the building, so we took the right precautions for that when we were taking it down. We had to, you know, we went, we, we took the proper steps. And uh, I, you know, some people will say, well, you know, I remember when that building was this or that. And, and unfortunately, that building was just not in a position where it was savable. It was not salvageable. Uh, the floor was falling in, the roof was falling in. And, and, you know, in the construction world, yes, we want to try and save as many historical buildings as we can, but you also have to draw that line on when something's not necessarily salvageable. And this particular building was past its its lifetime. So, so now that it's out of the way, uh, as you mentioned, it, it's opened up a, a 
a great view uh, down and you see Coney Island as you're coming over the overpass right there. And we've got one more actually coming down. So, okay. Um, yeah. And you're talking about the one that's in the, what'll be the parking area. Correct. Yeah. And that, now that one's, that's separate. Uh, that's Chris different. Shaking her head yeah. That, like, let's yeah, make that's... sure we point that out. So that's, a, that's part of a different programs. Um, the, so, so how, so, how did we use the block grant to pay for that is a question probably some people are wondering. Um, and part, you know, I have, correct me if I'm not wrong, Chris, we talked about this some. So, so part of the way we do that is when, when, a, when it gets time to try to apply for this funding, which you, you told me it's through HUD, right? So there's a process that we go through and we open applications up and nonprofits, governments, am I missing who all can apply for it? So the city is an uh, entitlement community through HUD, so we get annu- an annual allocation. So every year we go through a funding cycle, and nonprofits or city agencies can apply. So one of the nuisance abatement program is one of the city's applications. And so once it goes through the whole process and HUD approves the plan, um, then the city accepts applications for nuisance abatement. Okay. And then, and then it goes through a, we have a committee, it goes through a process, it gets approved, and then we can help distribute those funds to, to get that project done. Correct. Okay. And, and then so, it fits into our, our, our vision, our mission as we're moving forward. When we clean up certain parts of the community, all, well, as many parts of the community as we can with the, the limited funds, you know, as long as they fit within the, the requirements for the, the CDBG. Yeah. And, and again, there, there's a process, there's a, a citizen advisory committee. There is. That uh, is made up not of, of city employees, but um, people from the community uh, that, um, you know, get to help decide where this funding goes. So it's not just something we sit around as the city and go, we want to spend the money on that. We want to spend the money on this. It's, there's checks and balances to it like any good government uh, should have um, <clears throat> to help make sure that that funding is going, you know, to places where it needs to be going. Um, and, it, and it's not just tearing down buildings. I mean, there's other things like um, some of the funding, it goes into uh, a, a fund <laughs> that we use here at the city, but but uh, individuals can then apply for that. Is that correct? For the nuisance abatement yeah. or, or any, if the city had another. So there's another, um, last year we approved a project that I don't, it hasn't really we're not there yet, but to provide some sewer lines in an area that doesn't right now there there's no availability. So that's another program that we can assist those homeowners with getting the sewer to their actual homes. Um, okay, and and real quick, so I want to cover this before it gets any further. The, the so there's uh, these are based on um, an income type scenario, right? So we're not we're not using this to put sewers in at sewer line in at Foxwood. Right. That or, is correct. Or um, correct. you know. Somewhere like that. These are these are uh, um, communities, neighborhoods that really need this help, and it, it's going to help develop the neighborhood and help the people that live in those neighborhoods have a higher quality of life, higher standard of life. And and those areas are defined by HUD. So and that program is actually in that area. Right. So we don't we don't make that decision. No. HUD makes that decision, and then we work within the rules that they set for us and um, try to help just facilitate essentially and then some of that funding actually helps offset the the expenditure you know because because putting in sewer lines is is very expensive especially in today's day and age where where materials are going up sometimes by the day um and they haven't came down yet so that that funding helps us actually get some of those projects moving 
earlier than they would have if we had to fund it with without that money. Yeah, and then and then if I'm so so the the committee uh, makes recommendations of the city council. Do they make recommendations also, or does it go to them? How does that? Yeah. So what happens is initially we staff will review the applications just to make sure that they they actually qualify and meet the requirements. And then the Citizens Advisory Committee will get together and give their recommendations. And then staff, we just present both recommendations. They're usually the same, Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes they have a little different idea. So we just send everything to city council and they make the final decision. Okay. And that's one good thing about having the Citizens Advisory Council because you have, you know, people from the community that might not see all of the the technical side that comes to streets or sewers or power or what have you, but they see how it affects the community the side. The citizens, yeah. And then you have the staff side. And, and when those those two uh, sides come up with the same solution, then, we, you know, we, we know we're making the good decision. Right, yeah. That's, a, that's the winning combination, so to speak. So... Now, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this, but we're gonna we're gonna kind of tie it in to some other ways as well. Uh, Councilman, since you were you know kind of explaining why some of this is important to to Crestview, to our community, to our citizens. I mean, we we talked about it. You know, it gives us the ability to change neighborhoods and help clean up areas. You know, I've had the chief on multiple times. We talked about um, some of that stuff. Uh, and typically what happens is when we can deal with, with do this nuisance abatement stuff, we can deal with old rundown buildings or help people who have facilities that are out of code, either pull them down if they can't fix them or help repair them uh, if they qualify, things like that. Um, it allows us to change the way um, the, environment. the environment looks. Exactly. And and when that happens, that helps. That It seems like it doesn't, but it really does. It helps, it helps bring crime down. It helps lift up the people that live there and it, and it, it helps, um, just solidify the community. And I, I think that's important for us because we're in this phase right now, as you were talking about councilman Rincich, where we're, we're moving, Crestview's growing, we're moving, um, we're, we're moving forward and we don't want to leave anyone behind. No, we've got to make sure that, that we're, as we're continuing to grow, that there is an, a, a spot within the community that, that gets forgotten right. because we, we need to, to move as a unit, one city, one mission. Uh, and, and, you know, the easiest way and the most efficient way is to do it all together. Yeah, I, I think that that is that's that's pretty much perfect. You know, that's that's basically what we try to do here at the city every single day. You know, that that is part of that that mission. Um and you hit on it, the, the chief hits on it. It, it. You know, when you change the outlook of somebody's morning when they wake up and they, they walk out and there's not a, a pile of garbage or a burnt down home or, or, you know, other different types of blight that, that, you know, it's our job as the city to make sure that everybody feels safe and that they can wake up and, you know, that that's not the first thing they see in the morning is something that's out of code and compliance they want to walk out have a cup of coffee on their porch then at least they're they're you know looking out and it's it's clean yeah and that i think that goes for you know just about anyone your children are waiting on the bus you're you know walking your dog or you're sitting on your front porch drinking coffee because we live in florida and oftentimes it's about the only time during the day you can do that Correct. (laughs) because the rest of the time it's too hot (laughs) but no i mean it, it does it changes it changes your day could definitely change if you walk outside and there's, you know, you know, a bunch of trash or uh, something you've been staring at for a couple months now that's dilapidated and falling down. And, you know, it, um, <clears throat> well, and when we come to change and I don't know if you'd 
want to jump off topic or what have you, but we have the the downtown getting ready to have a complete transformation. Yeah, and we've we've got money from the state legislature. We've got money from from you know different uh, revenue sources that 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 we typically wouldn't have. But now that the city is at its efficiency level, it is, we're able to put skin in the game, which means others are willing to commit and put skin in the game with us. And that's also at the CDBG. I mean, if we weren't running as efficiently as we were, then, then we may have been overlooked as a city right. that is this qualified to have this. And that's, you know, anywhere from a hundred to $200,000 that, that can go towards those disproportionately affected communities that we wouldn't have. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, as the Crestview continues to grow, it only is going to give us more opportunities to go after those things and, and change. You know, we want to keep the character of Crestview what it is, but but we're going to bring it into the you know 2021, 2022, yeah. and so on. And, uh, <laughs> into the 21st century, even though we're 20 years into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You could say it. <laughs> um. Yeah. And 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 yeah. So so part of what's happening with downtown. It's not all this, but uh, you know, it's there's quite a few different things that are part of the machine that is what's what's happening downtown. But as Councilman Rinsich said, it, it's a very different view when you come across that overpass, and and some of that ties into this, and some of that ties into the other uh, some of the grants, the other grants that we got, and some of the other plans that we have for the downtown area, and that's going to be changing a lot more as we move forward. You know, um, over this next year and the year after that, you're going to see a lot more changes, um, all all for the good. Um, so now I have to say this. So, so Krista kind of sold herself short a little bit. She was just kind of like, you know, we just, we just do this thing and then it happens. She puts a lot of work and a lot of time into, into this to make sure that we can secure these funds that we can, that we aren't overlooked as Councilman Rinch had said. Um, and I want to say, you know, as a, as a citizen of the community, thank you, Krista, for, for that effort and time that you put into that. Well, thank you for that. I know that can be, I know that's just one part of your job, so it can be a little stressful for you sometimes. Um, but I think some of the things that are happening along with the council, along with the city manager, along with the staff here at the city is we're all, we're, we're looking at Crestview in a much different way than we did five years ago, you know, and um, we, we want to see Crestview maintain what Crestview is, you know, as we talk about often, but also become a new and better version of itself as well at the same time. And this is one of those ways that we're able to do that. And I think <clears throat> I felt like it was important to talk about this because I think it's something that a lot of people don't know about. Um, I'm going to be real. I didn't know about it until, you know, we, you came in and I had a conversation with you one day that was like, what is a C what a C, you know, like, <laughs> what everyone's like, it's a block grant. I'm like, that's, that doesn't help me. What does that mean? What? Well, and it's relatively new too. The city just became an entitlement community in 2020. Okay. So, so we're babies at, wow, at this. Right. Yeah. It's, so. um, so it's new. So it's, it's a really cool, we've been able to do a lot this year just with the nuisance abatement program. Okay. And, and I do know we have, we have information on our website too, right? We do. Yep. So www.cityofcrestview.org, if you haven't heard me say it a million times. Um, and then it's, it's uh, got its own page. Yep. Um, so you can check out the community development block grant and there's a lot of information there. And if there's something that you can apply, are there, is it, is there an application there or is it information to apply? I, Cause I know there's like a time yeah, frame yeah. too for that. Right? So there, it changes depending on the time of year. Um, now if we have, um, I don't think the nuisance abatement application is not on the website, but, okay. th but there's an email address on there. You, to you contact. Know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
but there are during our annual application period those applications are on there and then the the plan is on there and then the previous plans are on there so it's if you have any questions, that's a good place to go. Okay, and and as we talked about earlier, <clears throat> it's it's not just city. So other, like you, we're part of it, but we help other organizations apply too, right? Because we'd mm-hmm. spoken. You said the manor was under review for this year to get some help. Um, yeah. And another organization. Yeah, we had two external applicants this year, so that was exciting. So the Crestview Manor is going to replace, um, I believe, all of their window air conditioning and heating units. So that's okay. a big deal. Yeah, that is a big deal. That's a big that, deal. That building's. It's, it's pretty it's, old. I think yeah. it was a, a hospital at one yeah, point. Yeah, I think at one time. And, and it's it's aging, so they need that. So that's awesome. And then also, the First Church of God in Christ has a, um, it's called the Crestview Resource Center. Okay. So it's located at their old church on Martin Luther King. And they are going, they're going to expand their food pantry and just provide a lot of other really good community services. So we're looking forward to that. Too. Yeah, I think, I think as we get all that gets closer to them getting done with that. I'll probably have them come on and talk about the yeah. organization and what it's doing. Cause anytime I can help get information out about, uh, resources or tools. That yeah. They have a great use, outreach program. Yeah. Um, I think that's uh, really important. It's amazing how many different organizations we have throughout the community. And, and a lot of citizens don't even realize that they're there. We've got government week coming up. And, uh, and I remember before I was even on council, the first time I went to that and just to see the, the numerous amount of organizations that, you know, were, were announced at that, that night, you, you didn't, no, so that they the were same way. I, I was just I was sitting too, to be there honest, like, I was shocked. I was like, wait, what? We have that and we have that. And I'm like looking at this room, it's full of people. And I'm thinking like, oh, they're just here in a big entourage. And then every single one of them is like a group, you know, standing up and, and excuse me, talking about, you know, what they represent and what they do. And I was like, you know, what? how did I not know about any of this? You know, how to, so, so that's one of my challenges I have is I, I really need to start, um, working more. I'm going to have that opportunity now. We've expanded a little bit here in the communications division. So I'm going to have that opportunity more to reach out and connect with some of these other groups and individuals and try to help them uh, get the word out, you know, because they, cause they, they do a lot of stuff for the community, do a lot of stuff with the city. I mean, we have the Rotary Club helping with the um, park that we're going to have that we're splash constructing. Pad. Yeah, the splash pad over on um, Wilson Street, the um, – Wrote, or excuse me, Qantas. Betsy's gonna kill me. <laughs> You're in so much trouble. <laughs> Qantas Club with the McMahon Center and the and the park. Which speaking of Government Week, that that Saturday will be the grand opening of that or ribbon cutting. Yeah. And um, and and other things. I mean, we've had other organizations come in and donate money. Like when we did our small business task force uh, grant that we did uh, back when we first shut down with COVID and. Um, actually, that's what I had. I think that's what we had you come on. That was one of the first episodes. It that? was early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what we had Councilman Rinchers talk about. God, that feels like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? Um, so, uh, yeah, so so I got a little off there, but it's all still related to community, which is what this is uh, about. I mean, it's literally in the name of the, the grant. Yes. <laughs> you know, so, first name. Yeah, and, and developing community. And um, you can, what you can't see is Krista's got a sheet here, a little cheat sheet, um, but it's got – it shows uh, branches um, from government essentially branching out into the communities. I believe that's what it looks like. And, you know, how they're all tied together and how all of this helps with that. And I'm excited that we have this opportunity now. You know, I know it's fresh. I know it's new, but I think it's going to grow as time goes on. Well, and um, everything always grows on itself as you have economic development, as you have revitalization of communities, as you have higher wage growth, as you have you know, everything in the economics. I mean, it's it's 
all derive from from the very beginning. Yeah. So you got to have a clean environment, clean community where people want to visit, who want to conduct commerce, and then those commerce have to have employees. And I'm not going to go on, but it just you know it starts from the very the very ground up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I coming from uh, the family of multiple generations small business owners, you know that you can't you can't have a small business if you don't have employees. You you know, you, you hire locally, you do your business locally, you typically source, it gets harder now, but you as typically as you source can. as much as you can locally. You know, I mean, that that's your local economy is what, just like I say all the time, that your local government affects you more than the national government does, despite the fact that the news media wants to convince you that the national government impacts your life more. Your local government actually does it a lot more. And and I don't just mean Crestview, you know, Crestview, county, city, excuse me, I mean, state, um, you know, it, it builds from there. but And that's kind of how it affects you from there as well. Um, well, we've had the half-cent sales tax, and then we had the half-cent for the school, and then just recently, uh, now the north part of the county is going to be included in the bed tax portion. Right. So all and, of those... And that's not a tax that normal individual pays. Correct. Correct. <laughs> correct, correct. Always. That's a tourist <laughs> tax, and everybody listening, if you've stayed at a hotel in Orlando or where have you... Yeah, you've you paid look it. look at your bill, you, you have also paid it. So those are all things that, that help us bring more to the, the table when we're asking the, the national, the federal government saying, hey, we need more CDBG funds. This is what we've got going. This is how much we've invested. This is the project we're trying to do. It, it just helps us. Uh, it helps the entire community. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I mean, that's that's a perfect way to put it, you know, and and it it it, um, it all builds on itself. So so that that what you talked about with the economy, you know, with business, with government, all those things, with our citizens, we all have to work together, right? We all have to to help make Crestview be what we want it to be, right? So you don't have to be in government. You don't have to work for government. You don't have to be necessarily part of a nonprofit. You can do your own thing and help out, or you can join another one. You can join one of these clubs or organizations. But the the goal in the end, I think, for all of us is to have Crestview be a place where we want to live, where we want to do business, where we want to uh, enjoy our lives. Live, work, and play. Yes, Live, exactly. Work. Live, work, and play. Um, and I think this is this is a great opportunity uh, for that. And it's obviously it's going to grow as we grow. Um, so Chris is probably going to get busier. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, I so we we've got a few minutes left. Uh, I'm going to shift it a little bit. You know. Um, I've been doing this thing lately with this season uh, where I try to talk to everyone about whatever college football team they like the most because I love when someone doesn't say Alabama just so I can rub it in the same manager's (laughs) Now, I know for a fact, I'll I'll get get you counseling because I'm not not 100% sure, but I know for a fact that uh, Ms. Shepard here uh, is a FSU fan because it's on her uh, tag. She has a custom license plate. Does go Knowles. So really? yeah. So how how does that work? I mean, you you're right down the hall from him. I mean, do you ever just walk by and just throw a throw one at him or? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only if we're doing well. Only if we're doing well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Typically, just nope. Don't even address it. Yeah. He, well, he seems to just think Alabama's going to walk away with this year, but yeah. I don't. George is putting up a George is putting up a strong uh a strong one this year. So I, I got a feeling it it might not be as easy as he thinks it's going to be. Now, speaking of that, Councilmember Institute, what, 
Yeah, so college sports, it's not something I necessarily have too much time for. Okay, so, that's all right. so I don't really have a team. I, I see a lot of FSU and I see a lot of elephants. Yeah. Um, so, so go college sports. All right, so the perfect <laughs> political response. Perfect right political center, response right? for uh, for what what's it? It's okay. I mean, I am again as all once again another week has passed and I have not looked at what the what the Argonauts are doing. So I'm being a bad UWF fan and alumni here, but, um, no, I, I just like to do that because any opportunity I can where someone's not like Roll Tide. I'm oh, it can like, definitely yeah. become contentious. Yeah. It's it's funny, you know, it, it, it is as long as it stays. Non- <laughs> no, I don't get confrontational or anything. I, no, um, I was, uh, not, I was not prepared for that. I was prepared for what kind of tree would you be? Yeah, no, so I stuff. always I hit nothing. somebody with something I don't prepare them for. So lately yeah, I've, 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 I've tried with the college sports. I said, so I didn't have to ask you cause I knew, Okay, because yeah. of, you know, cause you were tagged. So I, I knew I, so I that was really pinpoint. Uh, yeah, that was the one that was a little bit jumped through it on Andrew there. Well, you've got, uh, uh, kids that are, is your, your daughter graduated, right? Yep. Yeah. She, she just graduated this past year and is she going to college. No, she's actually taking over running the family business. Oh, so nice. it's, it's, okay. It's a, a lot. Nice. Uh, well, um, I hope that works. <laughs> I tried that a couple times, and working for your parents can be tough, so I understand if you get frustrated. No. Oh, I'm sure she's frustrated, but she's, she's doing good. Yeah, she's, that's good. She's I'm, doing I'm real glad good. to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. That's that's what we were talking about, generational small business, and that's, that's and awesome. And staying in your community. Right. You know, and that's once again to the the economics and workforce you know right now it's difficult to find employees and some of the employees you can find you probably don't want i mean it's you know i don't say that in a bad way it's 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 just a very hard time to find good employees or, or people that are wanting to work so so you know go apply at your your local businesses if you you know they they need the help yeah, and and I, let me say this: <laughs> like, why are you? No one cares what you have to say, but don't be afraid to start low, okay, and work your way up. You can do it. I started here as a part-time employee at the library, for real, at the library, checking out books. I loved the library. I loved working there. I loved interacting with people. I learned a lot about our community and the people in our community while I was there. Um, but I just happened upon an opportunity and seized it, you know, and I think that sometimes we get lost in that, uh, you know, this isn't where I want to be. Sometimes you got to take that first step to get where you want to go. So that's a little life advice from chance that no one asked for. So. <laughs> life is what you make of it. Exactly. Well, what uh, kind of tree would you be? What kind of tree would I be? <laughs> I, you know, pro- probably like cypress or something. Cause I like the river. I like being on the water. Oh, that's and, a good answer. And, you know, you can survive even in the drought or you can survive when it floods and you'd be pretty tough and, people kind of like you most of the time and they don't typically <laughs> chop you down and build sometimes stuff they you. chop you up and build tables yeah though. Well, sometimes that's kind of cool yeah, it's all right <laughs> the tables are pretty good looking <laughs> okay. they are and with that uh we are out of time as always uh thank you both for taking the time to join me i thank really you. appreciate yeah it. thanks for having us yeah no no problem um uh yeah so uh, you can check the website for more information uh we got a lot of stuff going on this month it, this should probably come out around the week of the fall festival i think or right before it so check that out that's the 30th um actually it'll be the week before uh and uh enjoy the fall the weather's starting to get really nice and as always thank you crestview thank you to everyone that takes time to listen thank you waz wjsb for playing this on uh, saturday morning and uh that's gonna do it for this one 
Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.